Hey, what's going on, everybody? So, welcome to another episode of Straight Word. Um, you know, I just want to just say I'm sorry that I haven't been able to be on here as much. Uh, you know, I'll just, I, I just need prayer from everybody also because, you know, it's really easy to just, um, you know, forget about some ministries and continue with others. And so, just learning to balance all that is a, uh, it's a it's a tool but you know i love i love that god has me here and has given me this opportunity to you know use this um podcast here to just reach more people with the lord jesus and tell them about him and and kind of uh just warn people you know and and so you know it's just a wonderful tool that god's using and and uh you know i'm gonna try and make this a weekly thing at the least uh you know maybe even try and do something daily or every two days really want to get this involved and just keep feeding people with the word of god and and um so that's just what we're going to do today we're going to be going through the word of god and and uh you know god's just putting one message on my heart and you know if you look at genesis chapter 22 look at genesis chapter 22 this is the part where Abraham's faith is confirmed. So, so check it out real quick. And there's just really one point that I want to get to. You know, I just want to get to one point and I'll just read all the way up to it. So, um, so I'll start at verse one. I'm gonna read all the way to verse nine, and then I'm gonna make. I want to just really talk about that right there. So, it says now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham. And he said, Here I am. Then he said, Take now your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Now, I didn't really want to make this point. This is what I'm trying to get to, but I do believe this is uh, just very, not critical information, but it's really just... um, um, just shows prophecy here, you know, obviously is a foreshadow of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, when he says, take your son to the land of Moriah, that is Jerusalem. It is believed that the exact same mountain that Abraham offered Isaac on is where the Lord Jesus Christ was crucified. You know, and if you want to look at where the land of Moriah is and kind of dig deeper into that with scripture you know you can look at second chronicles chapter 3 verse 1 and talks about how solomon went to the mount moriah and and um you know he just went and built a built the temple of the lord there and so it just shows you that that same area is where jesus so long later was crucified at so it's just really awesome to see how god you know worked all that out so anyways verse 3 so abraham rose early in the morning and saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and Isaac his son. And he split the wood for the burnt offering, and rose, and went to the place which God had told him. Then on the third day Abraham lifted his eyes, and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. The lad and I will go yonder and worship, and we will come back to you. Notice he says, We will come back to you. Abraham believed that God could raise up Isaac from the dead. From what, what, what amazing faith. He's never even heard of the resurrection. But all he knows is that God said, Hey, in your seed Isaac, 
through your son Isaac is there's going to be descendants as numerous as the stars, and here he is about to go and slaughter him. So, you know, Abraham obviously just had, and we learned this in Hebrews chapter 11, verse, uh, what is it, 17 through 18, 19, 20, all that over there in Hebrews. And so, you know, we just learned that it is by faith that he did this, believing that, that, that God could raise Isaac up from the dead. So notice he says, and we will come back to, we will come back to you. So verse 6, so Abraham took the took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife, and the two of them went together. Notice he says he took the wood and laid it on Isaac. That's where Isaac was going to be um, sacrificed. And so long later, Jesus is laid on with the cross, his wooden cross. Is That's where he's going to be sacrificed by God and uh, you know just be that perfect lamb of God for us so just wonderful again wonderful prophecy there but not the point I want to make and he took fire in his hand and a knife and the two of them went together but Isaac spoke to Abraham his father and said my father and he said here I am my son then he said look the fire and the wood but where is the lamb for a burnt offering and Abraham said, My son, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering. So the two of them went together. Then they came to the place of which God had told him. And Abraham built an altar and there built an altar there and placed the wood in order, and he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood. Now we must note. Isaac is no youngster who's five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old, where he's just kind of like aimlessly following his dad. Isaac is to be believed around mid twenties. Some have even said early thirties. Some have said thirty-three to represent that that was what the age of Jesus we believe was when he was crucified. Not that the age exact age matters, but I think we it is extremely important to understand that Isaac was no weak chump that couldn't resist his dad. And we learn here, you know, he says, and Abraham built an altar. Remember, Abraham's like, he's a hundred something years old, so he's an old man. And Abraham built an altar and there, built an altar there and placed the wood in order and he bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar upon the wood he bound him and so we we see that Isaac being you know mid 20s early 30s he's strong enough to resist his dad and you know get out of that and resist and and stop him from bounding him but but Isaac was in complete submission to it he was in submission to his father's will that he would uh, you know, he just had so much faith in his father's will that 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 he believed in his God, and that is the Lord Jesus. He believed in God, just as his father did. And the 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 similarity to Jesus is so so amazing. You know. Just as the Roman soldiers bound Christ to the cross, he was in complete submission to his death. 
there was no resistance from Jesus. And I can just see the Lord Jesus allowing those soldiers to just, now we have, you know, yes, he was all beaten up, but, you know, he never once resisted. The Bible tells us that. The Bible tells us in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 7, it says, He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was led as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth. There was no resistance from Jesus. He allowed those soldiers to bound him to that cross. And, to, and he never, you know, he never once clenched his fist to not allow those nails to be, or move his arms, to not allow the nails to be driven into his feet or into his hands. But he allowed all that to happen. He said, not my will, but your will be done, Father. He was in complete submission to the Father's will, you guys. What was it that allowed him to bound himself to such a terrible death? What was it that allowed him to submit to the Father's will, which was so agonizing and painful? What was it? It was his love for you and for me. That's right. It was his love for you and for me. All he could think about was how much he loves us and how much he wants us to be in a relationship with his Father so that we could go to heaven again. You see, when we sinned, we... We, we, we're, we messed it up. We fell out of fellowship with God. And so Jesus bound himself to his Father's will and allowed those soldiers to bound him to the cross and nail him to that wood. He allowed it in submission to the Father's will because he just loves us and he wanted to save us. And he did save us. And he'll save anyone who comes to him in belief that He is the Son of God, and that He died for you, and that He can forgive you. And if you'll willfully turn away from your sins and believe in the Lord Jesus and turn to Him, He will change you. You'll become born again. You'll have a new life, a new spirit. You'll be alive and not dead anymore. He will save you. There's so many people who are resisting the Lord right now. There's so many people. And, and listen, if you're listening to this and you live in America and you look at the times that we're living in, everything that is happening is pointing to a one world order, which is Revelation chapter 13. Everything is setting the stage for the Antichrist. Don't you understand? The vaccine is not the mark of the beast. The vaccine is a foreshadowing of the mark of the beast. So that whenever the mark of the beast does come about and the Antichrist is about, it won't be foreign to people's ears whenever the Antichrist says, hey, you got to take this if you want to work, if you want to eat, if you want to do anything, you need to take this mark. That won't be foreign to people because they're just setting it all up. Don't you guys understand? Satan is working and he is so out there in the open. He's not hiding anymore. He's trying to set the stage right now. And there's so many people who, who see this, but they they just think that if they don't pay attention to it, that you know, that it's just gonna go away and things are just gonna be okay and they're lost and they're they're so wrong. They're so wrong. If you think that you can walk around with blinders on, just avoiding all this stuff, 
You're wrongly mistaken, my friends. If you're a Christian, you must take a stand. Stop resisting the Lord. Submit to His will. Submit to the Lord Jesus. If you've never given your life to the Lord, right now is the time. Maybe you've been hearing a voice in your in your heart where you know you just you know it's not you and you know it's pointing you to Jesus and it's pointing you to to a hunger for a new understanding of why all this is going on. Or maybe you're just being stirred up right now as you're listening. Stop resisting the Lord. Stop clenching your fists and open your hands and submit to the Lord Jesus and crucify yourself up on that cross. Die to yourself and live for Jesus today. Today's the day. If you're a Christian, my friends, you need to be standing up. You need to be telling people about Jesus. You need to be praying. You need to be in the Word every day. You need to be good stewards with what God has given you. And you need to use it for His glory. Quit being so selfish with everything as if you earned anything on your own. You wouldn't have anything if God didn't give you the very breath in your lungs. You'd be dead. And so would I. Therefore, we must use everything for the glory of God. We need to be busy with His work, you guys. With His work. Look at, look at the news. Pay attention. You don't need to get political, but you need to pay attention so that you can be, be, aware, be aware of what's going on and so that you can go and warn other people. Like, look at what's going on. Hey, man, you know, you need to give your life to Jesus. Because all this is being set up. And, and so... You guys, just, I mean, I just love the sheer submission Isaac had to Abraham as he allowed him to bound him. It's that same submission that Jesus had as he allowed the Father to just completely put all the sin of the world on his on his shoulders. And, and Jesus was just nailed up to that cross in submission to the Father's will because of his love for us. Understand this, he knew what he was getting into before he even created you. He knew that we were going to mess it up. Even after he died for us, he knew that we were going to be mess messing it up and sinning against him. But it's that sheer love for us that he has. It's his love for mankind that, that allows more and more time to go by before Jesus comes back to allow more people to give their lives to Jesus. Today's the day to give your life to the Lord. If you never have, it's very simple. All you need to do is just say, Lord, I, Lord, I believe in you, Jesus. I ask that you forgive me for my sins. I'm sorry for what I've done against you. I ask that you move into my heart and that you now show me what it is that you want me to do with my life. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. It's as simple as that, my friends. Give your life to the Lord today. We're running out of time. Go fight the good fight. Stand for Jesus. Stand for freedom. Stand for what is right. Do justice. Have mercy. We need to be His hands and feet, you guys. We need to be busy with His work. Look up for our redemption. Redemption draws near. God bless everybody.